0: Welcome, everyone, to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey, everybody. It's Wynn Ruffin, and I pray all is well with everyone. And your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for everyone, everywhere, all over the world for those ones who may not be quite feeling that yet, let us keep working on it till we recondition our thoughts to be more positive than negative and our feelings toward ourselves and others to be more loving than hateful and it is possible although mankind has been conditioned towards hate and violence and discord and division amongst one another over the ages we now have a deeper knowledge and understanding of our own God-given power and thus we have the power to recondition those older negative ways of thinking and being, regardless of the darkness that surrounds us, and realign ourselves with the love and power of our own mighty I AM presence, and overwhelming the negative thoughts with the positive ones, and allowing light to dominate the darkness of our thinking and feeling world as we aim for the higher heights not only benefit us as individuals, but will positively affect the collective consciousness Mother Earth and those generations to come, but it starts first within all of us, amen. Give thanks and praise for love and life, and y'all be loved.
1: In Sicar, Jesus taught the people in the marketplace. A man obsessed was brought to him. The wicked spirit that possessed the man was full of violence and lust and often threw his victim to the ground. And Jesus spoke aloud and said, base spirit, loose your hold upon the vitals of this man and go back to your own. And then the spirit begged that he might go into the body of a dog that stood nearby. But Jesus said, why harm the helpless dog? Its life is just as dear to it as mine to me. It is not yours to throw the burden of your sin on any living thing. By your own deeds and evil thoughts you have brought all these perils on yourself. You have hard problems to be solved, but you must solve them for yourself. By thus obsessing man, you make your own conditions doubly sad. Go back into your own domain, refrain from harming anything, and, by and by, you will, yourself, be free. The wicked spirit left the man and went unto his own. The man looked up in thankfulness and said, Praise God. And many of the people brought their sick, and Jesus spoke the word, and they were healed. The ruler of the synagogue and all the priests were much disturbed when told that Jesus from Jerusalem was preaching in the town. They thought that he had come to proselyte and stir up strife among Samaritans. And so they sent an officer to bring him to the synagogue that he might give a reason for his presence in the town. But Jesus said to him who came, Go back and tell the priests and ruler of the synagogue that I am not engaged in crime. I come to bind up broken hearts, to heal the sick, and cast the evil spirits out of those obsessed. Tell them, their prophets spoke of me, that I come to break no law, but to fulfill the highest law. The man returned and told the priests and ruler of the synagogue what Jesus said. The ruler was amazed, and with the priests went to the marketplace where Jesus was. And when he saw them, Jesus said, Behold the honored men of all Samaria. The men ordained to lead the people in the way of right. And I am come to help, and not to hinder in their work. There are two classes of the sons of men, they who would build the human race upon the sure foundation stones of justice, truth, equality and right, and they who would destroy the holy temple where the Spirit dwells and bring their fellows down to beggary and crime. The holy brotherhood of right must stand united in the stirring conflicts of the hour. No matter whether they be Jews, Samaritans, Assyrians or Greeks, they must tramp down beneath their feet all strife, all discord, jealousy and hate, and demonstrate the brotherhood of man. Then to the ruler of the synagogue he spoke, he said, United in the cause of right we stand, divided we will fall. And then he took the ruler by the hand, a love light filled their souls, and all the people were amazed. The Aquarian Gospel of Jesus Christ, by Levi H. Dowling, 1920
0: Bill, volume two chapter one
1: there are cases on record of isolated and independent phenomena exhibited by certain images in the last century the latest was the bleeding of the cheek of an image of the virgin when a soldier of napoleon cut her face into this miracle alleged to have happened in 1812 in the days of the invasion by the grand army was the final farewell but since then Although the three successive emperors have been pious men, their will has been respected, and the images and saints have remained quiet, and hardly been spoken of except as connected with religious worship. In Poland, a land of furious ultramontanism, there were, at different times, desperate attempts at miracle doing. They died at birth, however, for the Argoside police were there, a Catholic miracle in Poland, made public by the priests, generally meaning political revolution, bloodshed, and war. Is it then, not permissible to at least suspect that if, in one country divine miracles may be arrested by civil and military law and in another they never occur, we must search for the explanation of the two facts in some natural cause, instead of attributing them to either God or devil? In our opinion, if it is worth anything, the whole secret may be accounted for as follows. In Russia, the clergy know better than to bewilder their parishes, whose piety is sincere and faith-strong without miracles, they know that nothing is better calculated than the latter to sow seeds of distrust, doubt, and finally of skepticism, which leads directly to atheism. Moreover, the climate is less propitious, and the magnetism of the average population too positive, too healthy, to call forth independent phenomena, and fraud would not answer. On the other hand, neither in Protestant Germany, nor England, nor yet in America, since the days of the Reformation, has the clergy had access to any of the Vatican secret libraries. Hence they are all but poor hands at the magic of Albertus Magnus. H. P. Blavatsky As for America being overflowed with sensitives and mediums, the reason for it is partially attributable to climatic influence, and especially to the physiological condition of the population. Since the days of the Salem witchcraft, 200 years ago, when the comparatively few settlers had pure and unadulterated blood in their veins, nothing much had been heard of spirits or mediums until 1840. The phenomena then first appeared among the ascetic and exalted shakers, whose religious aspirations, peculiar mode of life, moral purity, and physical chastity, all led to the production of independent phenomena of a psychological as well as physical nature. Hundreds or thousands, and even millions of men from various climates and of different constitutions and habits, have, since 1692, invaded North America, and by intermarrying, have substantially changed the physical type of the inhabitants. Of what country in the world do the women's constitutions bear comparison with the delicate, nervous, and sensitive constitutions of the feminine portion of the population of the United States? We were struck on our arrival in the country with the semi-transparent delicacy of skin of the natives of both sexes. Compare a hard-working Irish factory girl or boy with one from a genuine American family. Look at their hands. One works as hard as the other, they are of equal age, and both seemingly healthy, and still, while the hands of the one, after an hour's soaping, will show a skin little softer than that of a young alligator, those of the other, notwithstanding constant use, will allow you to observe the circulation of the blood under the thin and delicate epidermis. No wonder, then, that while America is the conservatory of sensitives the majority of its clergy, unable to produce divine or any other miracles, stoutly deny the possibility of any phenomena except those produced by tricks and juggling. And no wonder also that the Catholic priesthood, who are practically aware of the existence of magic and spiritual phenomena, and believe in them while dreading their consequences, try to attribute the whole to the agency of the devil. Let us adduce one more argument, if only for the sake of circumstantial evidence. In what countries have divine miracles flourished most, been most frequent and most stupendous? Catholic Spain, and Pontifical Italy, beyond question. And which more than these two, has had access to ancient literature? Spain was famous for her libraries, the Moors were celebrated for their profound learning in alchemy and other sciences. The Vatican is the storehouse of an immense number of ancient manuscripts. During the long interval of nearly 1,500 years, they have been accumulating, From trial after trial, books and manuscripts confiscated from their sentenced victims to their own profit. The Catholics may plead that the books were generally committed to the flames, that the treatises of famous sorcerers and enchanters perished with their accursed authors. But the Vatican, if it could speak, could tell a different story. It knows too well of the existence of certain closets and rooms, access to which is had but by the very few. It knows that the entrances to these secret hiding places are so cleverly concealed from sight in the carved framework and under the profuse ornamentation of the library walls, that there have ever been popes who lived and died within the precincts of the palace without ever suspecting their existence. But these popes were neither Sylvester II, Benedict IX, John XX, nor the sixth and seventh Gregory, nor yet the famous Borgia of toxicological memory. Neither were those who remained ignorant of the hidden lore, friends of the Sons of Loyola. H.P. Blavatsky The I Am Discourses, Volume 15 The beings of God's heart, in the opportunity that lies ahead of you to cooperate with us and draw into outer physical conditions whatever compels their purification, you'll find coming in, through and around you, many ways and means of assistance that heretofore you have not experienced. It will give you many opportunities now to draw into outer physical conditions the powers which we are directing to change the feeling of the people enough to make the intellect let go of the misinformation that has caused distress to life, that causes people to do destructive things. In all the service we give to life, we must work through the individual, except at certain cosmic moments when the sacred fire passes through the atmosphere of earth and through the whole system for greater purification, and the increasing of the vibratory action so that more light expands through the whole system. But the rest of the time, whatever help we give, we must give through the people themselves. Therefore, as you associate with the people of the outer world through your radiation, your presence and we can do many things without your saying a word. And sometimes the silence is very much more powerful than the spoken word there is a proper time for each but in all that you do if you will try always to remember to call the sun presence of the victory of eternal peace in and around yourself before you start in to handle a situation that will give your presence the stillness and control in the outer that will enable the right ideas to come through and will enable it to pour forth the harmony that will enable you to do the right thing at the right time and in the right way Then you ask to be enfolded in the sun presence of whatever sacred fire love from the ascended master's octave will make you victorious in every condition of the outer world, then we can come to your assistance, and clothing the outer self in those activities of the sacred fire from the ascended master's octave that are power without limit, it surrounds you with the cosmic vibratory action from our octave that clothes whatever you are doing in the protection you require, to keep destructive forces from either intruding or interfering with you, or trying to destroy the good you are seeking to manifest. Now my legion of the angels of the flaming sword are no figment of anybody's imagination, and I say to all destructive forces, they better not doubt their existence in the universe. A human being would be very unwise to deny the existence of the great cosmic beings, the legion of the angels of the flaming sword, who, as they move through the atmosphere of earth, by the flame from that sword, can consume in the atmosphere the frightful creations mankind has generated through hate, selfishness, violence, and diabolical activities. Beloved Saint Germain I wish you to understand something of what the legions have rendered in the service of the past. When that school of black magicians was broken up, and there were 300 of them working against mankind at one time, I assure you, the angels of the flaming sword were the legions that came in and broke up the focus of those destructive activities that had been held for many centuries. It isn't wise to doubt the existence of beings who have power enough to undo mankind's destructive creation, and who are wise enough to make no mistakes. Whenever you think of the limitless legions of angels of the flaming sword, know always they are ascended masters and cosmic beings who have been ascended for a long time, and whose power is absolutely invincible and immediately victorious. So we would appreciate it greatly if you would ask, or send forth your call and your decrees, to fill your nation with the angels of the flaming sword, that they may go everywhere within your borders and consume completely, annihilate completely, every way and means by which the sinister force could stir up the people, to do that which would produce the third episode of Washington's vision. And this is the way they operate. Now I am speaking of the legions of the angels of the flaming sword. Wherever there is a vortex or an accumulation of energy being gathered by individuals who are determined to stir up trouble, wherever that force is being generated, the angels of the flaming sword sweep in, and with that sort of flame, consume that, and take the power out of the hands of those who are determined to destroy, for I assure you, they are very efficient. Applause. Thank you so much. They can sweep into a condition and compel one destructive thing after another, to collapse completely then the sinister force starts to build something else in its place. But these great beings are masters of manifestation. And because there has been generated hatred, race hatred, within the borders of the United States of America, the sinister force is using that race hatred, and all kinds of hate for any reason whatsoever in the feeling of the people, to be the pressure on the emotional bodies of those who are emotionally uncontrolled, to stir them into violence simply to cause greater and greater destruction. It is the part of wisdom at this time, which we are directing, to call these legions of the flaming sword into every condition within your borders, that creates or sustains the intention to create violence of any kind within your borders or against your people. If you will remember this from tonight and call these legions into every condition that you hear about or that you see trying to impose desecration upon the nation or the people, we will set into action, at the inner level, certain currents of the cosmic light substance and certain activities of the sacred fire that can go into the cities where these conditions are being generated, and keep consuming the discord that unfortunate individuals are trying to create, in order to break loose slaughter and violence within your borders. Now, some of these groups openly admit that they simply hate certain portions of the population, so this is very necessary at this particular time, in order to avoid the crisis which would give destructive forces the opportunity they want to do more damage. If you will, remind yourselves frequently that all through the ages mankind has been reminded again and again, call unto me and I will answer thee. That is the greater life in the universe around this world that has offered help to mankind in conditions of this sort, as they've happened down through the ages. Beloved Saint Germain